1: for free shipping and 365 day returns.
2: Hello and welcome. This is the sportive podcast, the triumph of the barely adequate, we're calling it. Um, I am here in lovely Roseville, Minnesota, with alongside uh, Brandon. Say hello, Brandon. Yotas B. And uh, Clarence Swamptown is here as well. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> and uh, dialed in from St. Cloud tonight, we have Randall Stew.
3: Hey, guys. How's it going? You guys playing cards? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Keep we, going, John.
2: We have an absolutely tremendous technological setup here. It's I, I thought it was going to be two of us talking into a phone, three of us talking into a phone. Instead, Brandon has brought... About fifty-five pounds of audiovisual gear
4: to <laughs> take out a second mortgage.
2: <laughs> this may be being broadcast on FSN Plus right now. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I think it might be. We'll check later. Six ninety-four on your dial if you got Comcast. Franklin Mosacco
3: um, owes me twenty bucks. Just so. <laughs> <laughs> keep going, John. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the
2: the emeritus member of our podcast, Mike Rand, he couldn't be here tonight. There is a closeout sale on muted elegant sweaters and unironed dress shirts at the Lionel Lake Herberger's. So sorry he couldn't be here. We'll get him in another week.
4: The man does have a look. Yeah. I've not seen him in probably three years in anything if but have, if, a sweater and a dresser. He's a dress pomade shirt.
3: guy, by the way. I don't know if anyone else knew that. If you ever need advice on pomade, Michael Rand is your guy.
4: A pomade consultant?
3: Oh my God! Like Bumble and Bumble, that stuff is just crap. Do <laughs> not go with Bumble and Bumble. He can tell you that right now. He's a crew man, I believe.
4: Okay. Yeah, I'm a crew man myself, so we'll have to talk some oh, shop. Well. I'm glad we are all together here so we can talk hair product for the, the next hour, yeah, I'm hoping, that's right? That's
2: what our podcast is about. It's not about Minnesota sports. We're not going to talk about Minnesota sports. We're not going to try to do this intelligently. It's a grooming podcast. <laughs> We're going to talk grooming tips, um, moisturizer. All of these are going to be topics over the next couple hours. My say. skin is be so dry
3: right now. Mine, too. <laughs> uh, God, by the way. Seriously, it is so dry in Stearns County.
4: It's not dry here. We've got a lot of beer. Oh, Segway, Beer of the Week. Um, are we going to do this every week? Talk about what oh, sort of beers we're drinking? I think we
3: probably yeah. should All talk right, about what we're drinking. All
4: right. So on behalf of uh, loyal listener David Minnesota, I am reading, I am uh, drinking an uh, Odell Red IPA. Clarence is drinking his standard High Life. Is it High Life Light? High
5: Life Light. Yep.
4: Light. That's right. High Life was too heavy for you. Is that what you're saying? Is that That's
3: still, still exactly the champagne beers? About. It's light or not?
5: Uh, no, it still is. If it's um, a
4: light, it's the mimosa of beers. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
5: It is uh, American-made, union-made. So, uh, Sweet. I guess. It's a beer for Americans who are watching their figure. Yeah, that's exactly right, like me. Yep. This is oh, an God.
4: Yep. <laughs> Stu, are you drinking?
3: Yes, I'm having an Odell Brewing uh, Lugine oh, uh, Milk Chocolate Stout.
4: Oh, that sounds disgusting.
3: percent ABV.
4: Impressive. You got me beat. Good for you. Are you going to be I'm drinking more than enough. one of those throughout this podcast? Very
3: smooth. Oh, I will have two during this podcast.
4: Okay, excellent. Our well, hope
2: is to get him to three or four, and then maybe we can get some racist comments out of him or something. <laughs> I think that should work pretty it. well. And I, I have, do not like the Dutch. I have just <laughs> finished a Rush River chocolate oatmeal stout or just oatmeal stout? I Ooh,
4: chocolate, chocolate oatmeal stout.
2: It was fairly delicious, as I'd say, but I think next we're going to have to go to the American.
4: So let's get the um, sponsor of the week message out before we get into some of the actual sports discussion. Um, I know we're going to be hitting with some hockey talk, basketball, maybe some twins, maybe some wild, who the hell knows. Um, but I did want to make a quick mention. Um, we don't actually have a sponsor this week, uh, but I do have a written statement um, from everybody here on the um, sportive. Uh, we would like to apologize for last week's sponsor, Gil Meshes Vaginal Meshes. They are in no way associated with the MLB pitcher, not ISO 9000 certified almost cartoonishly flammable, and may just be repurposed fishnet stockings, brine, and kerosene. We regret the error, but we'll cash their check.
2: Yeah, we're sorry about that one, everyone. Yep. No, pretty funny stuff, whoever wrote that, I tell
4: you <laughs> why. You learn pretty quickly, don't ever answer Gilmesh's phone call. It's a tough situation all around. <laughs> well,
2: it was no way, in no way associated with him. We thought it was from Gilman.
4: That's on me. But it wasn't yep. actually from Gilman. That's on me. Apologies.
2: You would think <laughs> that he wouldn't be calling podcasts, having gotten that fifty-five million dollar contract from the Royals.
4: <laughs> so we are still looking for a sponsor. Yep. One dollar per podcast. Yes. Sponsorship. We'll, we'll take anything. All right, uh, fellas.
2: We're ki- we want to kick off tonight with a game that's actually going on as we record this. Go for Hockey in St. Cloud State. Um, we have no idea how the g- game's going. Because we're recording this from the kitchen, rather from the TV room. Uh, according to Stu, there's just been a goal waved off, which means that we have Fucking one broken horseshit. glass with more on the way. Horseshit. And we're going to, though we don't know who's refereeing, we're going to go ahead and blame Don Adam.
4: Yep. <laughs> is this a big, this is a big series, yes? Well,
2: the, it yeah. is a big series, and I'm a little surprised it hasn't been a bigger deal, because Minnesota is the number one team in the nation right now. They've had... Some, a couple of Third place lately. in
3: the WCHA, John. Oh, here we go.
2: Stu, as we mentioned, is coming from St. Cloud and thus is too far away to slap right now. So. <laughs> but the big deal is that St. Cloud State is leading the league. Actually, I think ahead by four points, although they have four points. Five of, points, John. Four points of Omaha, five of Minnesota. I think. Nobody counts Omaha. <laughs> Dean Blaze is angry right now and is pulling his goaltender in response to that comment. I don't well, get any okay. of these jokes. <laughs>
4: None of this makes sense to me.
2: Hey, we, but, got, we got Clarence laughing and you just absolutely c- looking confused, which is I have, where I want to be with that I have beer to
4: drink, so you guys can, can hash it out. But it's a is this like end of the season? We have five I, weeks to go. So is first place, does it mean much right now, though?
2: Well, it means something in that you get a trophy. Okay. And for St. Cloud, they would get to hang a banner up in there, which would be a first for them. They have I
4: banners just for getting first place in the regular season? Like when, yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's, I mean, yes. I didn't know that that was a thing.
2: Well, it's a lot like winning the Big Ten in another they sport. Would be I guess a WCHA champs forever.
4: Okay. Since this
6: is the
2: last, and they would now. take the trophy and hide it yep. in Doug Woog's office.
4: So it's a big deal, um, and you're upset that no one's paying attention to the Gophers. I think people husbands. are
2: paying attention. I I'm a little confused, or I'm a little wondering if it shouldn't be a bigger deal than okay. it was. I didn't hear a lot of people talking about it. It wasn't. A big deal all week in the paper. Whereas, if you look at say go for basketball, mm-hmm. if Gopher basketball had been leading the Big Ten or had been number one in the nation, playing the team that was number one in the nation or leading the conference, uh-huh. I think we would have heard about nothing else all week.
4: Do you think this is because basketball is a better sport? Because <laughs> I mean, that just I think seems that like the, the... Worst
2: thing you ever said in this podcast <laughs> is yep. going to end well, about here. ten this minutes is... into episode
4: one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just the answer just jumped out at me. That's probably it. Well, does it matter though if they if the Gophers sweep or if St. Cloud sweeps? Uh, I think really, I think it matters. I mean,
2: that's like asking: does it matter if the Gophers beat Wisconsin in football or Purdue or somebody like that? Of course, it matters.
4: Well, football, there's less games. True,
2: but there's still only a certain number of games left in the hockey season. As Stu mentioned, there there's a five point gap between the teams right now. I think it, of course, it matters. I think it's the biggest event in St. Cloud for uh, the biggest sporting event in St. Cloud for years. Yeah, the they finally have a. Cloud.
4: They'll finally do some drinking this weekend.
2: <laughs> it's time to get off your high we'll horse, St. Cloud. <laughs>
4: get down in the
3: gutter. There a restaurant. lot of people in gopher garb walking around downtown St. Cloud late this, late this afternoon.
4: And, Stu, your a allegiance lot. is with St. You guys Saint, travel well. You're, you're a St. Cloud guy, right, Stu?
5: I am a St. Cloud guy, Saint yes. St. Cloud alum? Okay. I guess Sorry I think the that. only thing that matters is getting that first, getting a home, home series that first round of the WCHA playoffs, and that's really all that matters. Winning the WCHA isn't really that big of a deal as far as I'm concerned. You don't get a... If you're a first seed, you don't get a first-round buy necessarily in, in the in the national uh, tournament. Isn't,
2: isn't the... But the final
5: five now... Mm-hmm. So it used to be named because
2: there were five teams, in yep. it. now because there's five games. Yep. Does it matter? I, it matters somewhat
5: to uh, miss out on playing on Thursday that week, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. But uh, I just... I, I don't... All I care about is the national tournament. I don't even care about the WCHA really all that much. No, I just you know don't. we get you know I they get to hang a banner if they win the league, right? Yeah, I jerk off on it. Who, <laughs> I do care. <laughs> Come on, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't matter. All I care about is the national tournament, and that's all you should care about. Winning the WCHA, winning the WCHA playoffs. Who cares?
2: But you said it yourself. They'll be WCHA champions forever. Yeah, they'll have to have a new trophy next year. Yeah,
5: I won't ever think about it ever again. Really? Yeah. Goodbye.
4: Jerk off on the trophy and the banner? Well,
5: it's a cup, so you're not on. You could do it. Oh, right it. into it. In. Oh well, that's nice. It yeah. that makes cleanup easier. On. I guess you do what you want. A receptacle. Not the best. <laughs> but uh that's really all I care about is the national tournament. I find that a little surprising because even though I, I go to the WCHA tournament every year and I love it. But it's not it's more about drinking and seeing the same people and the same that that you've been there for years with. Uh Hanging out with friends, that's about it. Is it always in the same place? It's what the it you is a... enjoy, is what you're saying. <laughs> that's about, you're about right. If you're going to be one of the top teams in the conference, then what, all you should really care about is winning the national tournament, and everything else is just kind of window dressing as far as I'm concerned. Hmm. But uh, that's Okay, now are the
3: the pairwise rankings. Can somebody clear this up for me? The pairwise rank is that an actual thing, or is that just like named after, like, Jeff Pairwise. <laughs> well, Jeff Pairwise like, was the
2: founder like, of the Pairwise rankings. He
3: like lived in Overland Park, Kansas and just ranked college hockey teams before they like, you know, doing weird things to animals.
2: For those of you who aren't college hockey rubes like Clarence and myself, the Pairwise rankings, so anybody
3: listening, basically, yes,
2: yeah,
6: <laughs> keep
2: going. The Pairwise rankings are a system of mi- mimicking the NCAA's process to select the tournament teams. It's a system of comparisons, basically, in that the Gophers will be compared to every team who has a winning record in college hockey, and they'll be compared on stuff like their RPI and their record versus common opponents, their head-to-head record. And whoever wins the most comparisons of those between those two teams wins the comparison, and they're ranked based on who's won the most comparisons versus the other teams. Theoretically, there'll be one team, that when compared to every other team with a winning record, is a better team. Fucking
3: fascinating.
5: <laughs> what Sorry. ends up happening is some goofy ass Eastern team like Quinnipiac, or even Ferris, even though it's not East Coast, um, Yale will end up getting number one and getting their you know get anally raped in the tourney, and then some WCHA team will win it, and that's then everybody. I don't know if we should cheers make- and. Go
2: home. Given the history with Holy Cross, I don't know if we want to make no, a lot of oh, jokes here. Oh. Why would, you, you bring th- Why would that's, I bring that up? I'm $1. just bringing $1. it up $1. before Stu can that's bring for it up. Shit. I'm still I was trying not going to gonna bring it up.
4: I'm still trying to get over the fact that John just used the word comparison 4,000 times in one minute. <laughs>
2: it's a system of
3: <laughs> comparisons. There's nothing I can do about it. I didn't invent pairwise. Jeff pairwise did. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Pearwise, Overland Park, Kansas.
4: God, he loved comparing things. He did
3: weird things to squirrels. <laughs> just is, like, a
4: compared you know, left and right. Compared like crazy. All right, so uh, so Clarence, your point was that this is not that important? To me. <laughs> to it, you.
5: It is only important that I get to go to Cassettas and you know, Shamrocks. That has two calories. levels now, you know. Yeah, it's, I just went. Yeah, it's pretty sharp. Really? And cool. Thumbs up. Yeah. Sport of thumbs up to Cassettas. Or is it bar, Cassetta? Cassettas. Yeah. It's Apostrophe plural. S, a po- yeah, it's possessive. All right,
4: yep. All right fine. Um, so my one question about uh, gopher hockey is Who's the defenseman that thinks he's a forward? Mike Riley. Mike Riley. Um, is he still terrible?
5: Who's uh, Mike Riley? He's not my least favorite.
4: He's, he's not, not your, your least favorite.
5: favorite. No, I, every year I usually have a defenseman that I uh, hate the most. Because he's, they're irresponsible? Is that uh, usually the case with no, defensemen? I don't have a lot of good reasons for a lot of the things I think sure. about sports. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> we'll put that on your this tombstone. Is, uh, By the is, way, uh, thesportive.com uh, for
6: all these episodes. yeah. <laughs>
5: And uh, that's probably a good one. Ben Martin, my my personal guy right now, that I uh, yell at the most. If he uh, if there weren't boards there, he would just keep skating backwards into eternity. Would just, <laughs> Einstein would be like, what "Right the on fuck out the- Doesn't even make sense. It's fucking space time <laughs> continuum. It just keeps going. But instead, he runs into the boards or into the goalie, and the guy shoots and scores, and it just drives me. So he's crazy. too timid. Step the fuck up. Yeah, that's about it. Um, But, no, Mike Riley, um, uh, he's not the best guy out there, but he doesn't make me grumpy. Oh,
4: okay. Maybe I caught him on a bad day. He looked like he was pretty shitty when we – he made a bunch of mistakes. So here's the thing that I was thinking about with hockey, Um, and this is pretty – you know, a big hockey mind. Um, We uh, we went to the Gopher North Dakota game a month or so ago when they won big, and there was a break at one point um, It was a one-on-one, but the defenseman had lost his stick um, And it was weirdly, incredibly exciting To see a guy with the puck and a defenseman try to grapple with him And the guy ended up scoring, and it was just sweet So my question is, um, can that happen more? <laughs> can we somehow just make that a thing that happens more often? I don't know, like in overtime, just no defensemen; They don't get sticks anymore?
5: I'll uh, look into it. I got you know. I'll call in some favors and. Well, see I know
4: you're a coach. It. Could you pilot it within your program? Yeah, we'll see. And run it up the flagpole all US the way a to hockey.
5: the hockey. Yeah, we'll uh, you know. I'll I'll make some emails when we're done. We'll see what we can do. Um, I think that's a pretty. That's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> that, that probably wouldn't. It was.
4: John. Back me up. That was exciting, um, right? That was exciting, okay. but
2: mostly because <laughs> Nate Condon scored right there. Oh. Had he not scored, we would have all forgotten about it by now.
4: I wouldn't but. have. My God, what a highlight! <laughs>
2: Brandon just absolutely watched in a stupor the whole game until a North Dakota defenseman lost well, his stick.
5: I mean, I mean, it was, it was a long was time ago, and I'm I still
4: think thinking it. about it. I feel like hockey needs some imprints somehow.
5: Well, I think it is the government's responsibility to, to at least limit North Dakotans with sticks. Yeah. Um, Get on, Obama. responsible. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that's sad. Um, that concludes all I know about gopher hockey. So do you want to keep talking about it? Stu? do you want to talk more? You want to talk more about gopher hockey? Because we absolutely will.
3: Oh, you can we can move on to the next topic, I think. I'm good with that.
4: So you're not a uh you're on uh, Team Brandon rather than team John and Clarence in terms of
3: I'm on Team Agnostic, I think that's been established. Yeah,
5: he doesn't care about college hockey, and that's fine. We don't need Stu. Well I, he... I care no, We don't I care need to you, the Stu. extent no, that don't... I like to
3: see the gophers lose. Does that make sense? See, I'm sorry.
2: Here's what I'm I don't soft. understand, Stu. You're a Gopher, if not fan, at least follower
3: in other sports.
2: Yes, and yet absolutely.
3: in hockey,
2: it's entirely different. Is that just because you're a Saint Cloud State alumni?
3: Exactly. That's entirely the reason. And also, you guys are Duke, so that's oh, you know. Here we go. Now, you're you're the Duke basketball of a sport nobody cares about. That's what it comes down <laughs> well, to. Well, ex-
5: explain it. Give me bullet points on why the Gopher hockey team is Duke. Yeah, what makes them Duke basketball?
3: Because they get all the good players. Really? Yes. Huh. That's exactly the reason. They get all the good players, and everyone else gets the table scraps. So you naturally root for the underdog in that situation.
4: But Duke is not hated because they get all the good players. They're hated because they're a bunch of hypocritical... Jackasses. They talk about that they're like the greatest.
3: You guys tried to burn down Sally's. I saw it on Channel Nine.
5: <laughs> that was actually pretty awesome. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> to
6: be fair, yes, that was. Supportive doesn't cool.
2: support writing. Just get that in there.
4: I mean, no, maybe, just... but maybe we're maybe the Gophers are the Yankees. Then if they just get good players, and that's our problem. Duke is the yes. worst because they pretend that they're like really classy, and they then, but they're not. They're a bunch of assholes. And then they asshole. make fun
3: of somebody's dead grandma. I yeah,
4: believe, yeah, they do that too. So that's why Duke sucks so bad.
3: To be fair, I think if Dave Haxall had a dead grandma, Gopher fans would just delight oh. in that fact. I, I would, yes. But, yeah, that was my flimsy analogy, is that it's basically the Duke basketball yeah, of a niche sport, and Brandon up. already tore it apart. Yeah, so. it it's I feel bad. It's you probably can move closer on. to
2: care. Alabama football, but even then, I don't think anybody would argue that the Gophers have the best facilities or the most money. No. Well, uh, not the most. No, no, you're right. They certainly have... They, Does they, the hockey
3: team need a practice facility?
2: <laughs> well, they have two ranks already. I think they're probably mm-hmm. fairly sad. But. All right.
3: Okay, well, they need a third, clearly.
4: So. Yeah, they need one just for Russian circles. <laughs> yes. Don't you think?
2: <laughs> I, I would hockey joke. I yes! Circles. And Brandon's back in the game. Oh, yeah.
5: I just found out that Brandon was a hockey guy just before this podcast. I
4: like playing hockey a lot, um, and I like watching college... Um, but I just hate the NHL. Okay. I think it's mostly because I don't like when organizations refuse to change, even when it seems obvious that they could and probably should change. So what I like <laughs> about basketball is it's progressive. You know, they see something wrong with... And then they fix, they cheat, and...
5: Uh, oh, go ahead. That's all right. No, that they going. don't...
4: They, that's soccer, man. Soccer is the one that fixes games. Okay. So... I like about basketball. They change stuff, something almost every year for the better. And I like progressive ideas like that in hockey. It just seems like there's a million things that they could do. Um, what changed this year in basketball? Well, maybe not this year, but what changed in
2: the last couple of years? Cause hockey's made some fairly significant changes following not this lockout, but the last lockout. When was that? that? I think improved the game. That was 2004.
4: Okay. Well, 2004, um, video review, number of timeouts, shot clock changes, um, fairly often. Um, when was the last time the shot clock changed in basketball? Oh, my God. Trivia time? I don't
2: know. Hasn't there been a 24-second shot clock since about 1970? Probably. They got a shot clock?
4: Yeah. But they adjust like just small things like that, but I think it's more of a, it's just more of a progressive sport. I don't like hockey for those reasons, and I think they need to make changes. And yet so many diehard fans hate the changes they've made, like introducing the skills
2: competition at the end of overtime and mm-hmm. playing four-on-four four in overtime and that kind of thing.
3: It's
4: weird that they went with the shootout like their with their first idea because that is the most insane thing in the world to me.
5: It's would you, would you rather have a tie? That's the only way. I would what
4: tie. I would rather have, I think it's very clearly established Take the sticks from the fenceman <laughs> followed by taking Third one
2: up. leg pad from the goalie <laughs> yeah. for two minutes.
4: Take the goalie's pads off. I'm telling you, it'd be a more fun sport. Followed but
2: by somebody to be skating around with a jousting lance.
4: Couldn't they change the the size of the pads you're allowed to wear, which as a they goalie? Did.
2: They did. They did. Following the last lockout.
4: Well, they still look too big. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the guys are getting bigger. The goalies are getting bigger. What are those um That's just huge numbers based on Ben Bishop. like was like 6'40. <laughs> <to 40. laughs> what
4: were those yeah. things that dudes wore in the 80s? Um Cooperalls? The they basically General looked like they hypercolor. They just <laughs> 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 leg Rip warmers. Jeans. No, I'm thinking um those things that looked like pants. Cooperalls. Oh, Cooperalls.
5: Cooperalls?
4: Yeah. yeah. Um, can't goalies wear those?
5: I am a, I, I loved Cooperalls when I was like... Eight.
4: John, you want to get closer to the mic? Yeah, sorry. Okay. Um, can't goalies just wear something like that?
5: They would die. Well, they wouldn't die. They would...
4: It would be super padded. Legs. It would be like... Um, we could maybe 18. use some of the technology from that Iron Man movie. <laughs> right?
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that sounds like a perfect idea. Let's. Uh, Are you listening, Gary <laughs> Bettman?
4: You know, I started thinking like how you get invested. It would be in...
5: hilarious if Gary Bettman was listening to this. I <laughs> no, I it think on. it's interesting that you like uh, college hockey and not the pro game. And I, I'm the same exact way about basketball. I like the college basketball game, but not the.
4: the so the reason game. I like, um, and I actually prefer high school to college, mm-hmm. and college to the pros. And I, um, the reason I think that's that's at least the case for me, and I think for a lot of other people is. The most exciting parts of hockey um, come from mistakes for the most part. Um, So odd man rushes, uh, breakaways, penalties. um, These are things that happen when you're maybe not quite as skilled, right? So the higher up you go, the more skilled you are. And it just turns out that it just ends up being a little bit more boring, right? So that's why I love high school hockey. There's so much drama involved with it. Um, there's so much back and forth where you don't get a whole lot, a lot of that with the NHL. Mistakes are good. It's not like that in other sports.
5: You would have loved our high school hockey team. then. You guys if make mistakes? Here oh. 2 champions. <laughs> yeah. So good. We were 1 and 24. Oh, Jesus. And 1. Uh, so Is that you, didn't,
4: you squeaked out a tie?
5: We squeaked it out. One tie, yeah, I get it. Thank goodness out. there was no shootout. Albert Lee, I believe. Yeah, it was, uh, oh, yeah. We were horseshit. You would have loved us.
4: Yeah? Yeah. Um, So, anyway, those are my thoughts on hockey.
2: Speaking of things that are not changing fast enough and not being progressive enough, I thought we were segueing right into the wild and talking about Mike (laughs) Yo. Fine, go
6: for it. To be honest
2: with you, I thought you were coming up with the greatest segue of all time right there.
4: Go for it. You can talk about Mike Yo.
2: How long does Mike Yo last? Right now. Let me
5: do the same thing. I'll. Tomorrow night that they did last night, he's gone. You think, you think he's fired tomorrow? And if there's any sport that fires hockey coaches that quickly, I would say it's the NHL, and it wouldn't surprise me one bit. There's already rumors flying. Uh, they gave him the vote of confidence. The it's dreaded vote of schedule. confidence, <laughs> um, which, so,
2: frankly, coming from Chuck Fletcher is not exactly that great of a vote of confidence. No,
5: it's not, and it doesn't really matter what Fletcher says. I guess the more I think about it, it's all about the owner and – uh I just think that it, he's got very, very short leash. That's it. Who do they go to if they fire you? I have no idea. Like one guy I Pierre Page. Pierre Page. Page. I'd say it'd be the top of your list. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> the other guys. Oh, Page. Yeah. Good uh, one. my so a available? What about Scotty Bowman? Yeah, uh, all this slick. Hud uh, Blake? Uh, toe Blake? B- Hud <laughs> uh, All of them. I'd say all of them. Okay. Were all of those real people? Yeah. Okay. No,
3: I think three of them were.
5: <laughs> he just exhausted his whole coaching... Bud Happley's fake, right? Knowledge. Uh,
3: <laughs> well, somebody named Pud. That's all I know. I don't so know let me ask
2: you. ask you this. You're a it's hockey pronounced coach Pud. of some repute. I love watching hockey, but my town didn't have hockey growing up, so I never played it. So my question is... What can you do as a coach? Because, you know, there's a big article in the paper online today about how every team basically plays the same system at this point. So if you're – what is Mike Yo not doing I, that I he am, needs to start doing?
5: I don't know. That's I mean, a great question.
2: somehow Zach Greasy is the only guy who skates hard ever on that team. But is that – I mean, is that a coaching thing, or is it just that they signed two players but ignored that the rest of the team was also terrible?
5: I never had good good hockey coaches uh at, at any high level so it's hard for me to say what a coach should do or, or shouldn't do um at least in hockey but uh you know in NFL it's different where all it is is about is trying to get guys to do things they don't want to do hockey it shouldn't be that way it just it doesn't seem like it should be that way um so what he needs to do is just a mystery it's a it's a fucking mystery watching these guys uh night after night why they're just kind of stand around out there. Uh, Setaguchi started the season, his first two or three games of the season, just hot, and he seemed like he's a new guy. And then, no, no, that was it. Like a switch went off, and he's gone. You know, it's fucking like milk carton since then. Uh, I don't know what's going on with these guys. Suter, you should talk about Suter. Um, I don't. Nobody knows what's going on with Suter. I, I was Is trying he to. Think defenseman? Yes. He's the defenseman that they, they gave him the matching contract with Parisi, and. Uh, you oh, know. my God. He's this guy that's supposed to be... Yeah, the big stud. And uh, At this point, it's like, eww, you know, in college football, that's sometimes there'll be
2: the one big recruit from a high school, and then in order to try to get him to come to your school, you recruit his two friends yeah. that aren't maybe as good, but yeah. you try to get him anyway. Yeah. At this point, that's what Suter looks like on the wild. It's like, well, we really wanted Parisi, so... We're going to have to pay up for Suter, too, and see just to get Parisi. It's like they spent $196 million on Parisi and got Suter to play on the second line. Package deal, huh? Well, and
5: you know my theory about him. He's from Wisconsin, and <laughs> they should haul anybody from Wisconsin on a Minnesota professional team. Mm-hmm. Shall be treated as a spy until proven otherwise. And right now, he has not done a thing prove otherwise so it's
4: easier to believe that he is a spy than he's not right, at this right point, now right?
5: that's that's my default setting is that he's a spy and we'll wait and see uh, i mean i'm not uh, you know dragging him behind the you know down in the cia basement or anything no you
4: know, but, but uh, it's good that we have um citizens like you out there being vigilant and thinking about a pretty serious issue like this it, it, it's surprising to me that some of the uh mass media the big media members aren't picking up on something which seems pretty pretty obvious at this point
5: no, really he's a spy yeah, from Wisconsin. It's ridiculous. Oh, and you got the complicit media locally that uh, will just. <laughs> just stay how silent. much
3: money did you give to Joe Arpaio's reelection
6: campaign, Brett? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, he's got some great ideas. Yeah,
4: you got to crack down. You know, you got to crack down on these. Yeah, we got you yeah. know, what we got to do is we got to build a border. You know, we got to build gotta a wall, wall a, a huge wall between right down the middle of the Minnesota uh. and Wisconsin, and just keep keep those shifty, lazy. No good people on their side. They'll dig under it.
5: They're good diggers. The wall will be made
3: (laughs) out of child support payments.
4: (laughs) 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 Then again, though, I mean, who's going to do all of our shitty jobs here in Minnesota? Yeah, for half
5: half the cost.
3: Who's
4: going to mow our lawns?
3: (laughs) North Dakotans.
4: All right, well. You guys want to to
5: be talk? entirely fair, Danny Heatley is no, a Badger. No, quit being fair. He's, not, he's a Badger, but he's Canadian. So <laughs> it, you, and he you scored like five goals, room. although
2: I think four of them yeah, went in off fuck. his knees. so yeah. I'm not sure you can count
5: those. Yeah, if they forget him on the team bus on the way, well, I won't lose any sleep over it. That's
2: very fair. All right, I, I'm impressed that we've managed to talk about hockey for the first hour and a half of this podcast.
4: This is the last podcast.
2: <laughs> this is the end.
4: <laughs> this, this is, this is the <laughs> end of
2: podcasting. Fucking brutal. That we've managed to talk about <laughs> hockey. Um, we
3: are the last four white guys to ever be on a podcast, by the way. the songs so Good of job. Us. Yeah, we're the last four.
4: I do want to commend us for starting a podcast at the absolute perfect time, the middle of February. Uh, <laughs> is there any better time to talk sports? God, we're oh, yeah. just planful. Super
2: Bowl's over. Spring training doesn't start till next week, and even then, we have nothing to talk about. We're so are smart. Are the Daytona
3: 500 time trials this
2: weekend? Do, does anybody on this podcast
4: actually watch NASCAR? My... Uh, first job out of college, uh one of our clients was uh Great Clips and they had a car so I got to go to a NASCAR race. Casey Kane was like our he's a big time guy now, but I got to go in the pit row, the inside pit thing and stand like five feet away from the guys doing the actual whatever. And it was a big deal. Um so I went out there and and I was out there for, like, nine seconds and left. It was the fucking stupidest thing oh. in the world. And that was the greatest you can possibly get as a fan. Mm-hmm. And it still was just the worst ever.
5: What racetrack was that? Was that?
4: This was, I went to a few of them. This was Richmond when I was on pit row, I think. I was going to guess the I-94
2: Speedway in Sock Center. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> when I was nine, my dad drove right into the infield of Daytona 500. Uh, While the race have to was going on? Him. Uh, it was the time trial. He got week. lost. Uh, it was the the week before the Daytona 500, and he just drove right in. We were on while vacation. the time trails uh, were going on. Uh, just while the big he just you'd have to know him. Just. To, he, I love to imagine like the swamp towns a in what? a minivan tank cutting across <laughs> just, the track oh, while the race it. is going yeah, on. Know. We just drove right in. Hey, where's the Walmart? Gave the guy a wave. And, I mean, he's like 82. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't you know, the height of security at the time, and, and uh, we just drove right in. <laughs> I remember being like seven and being in the infield. The oh yeah, I know family.
3: Kale Yarbrough. He's okay <laughs> yeah. with this. Yeah. We'd
5: take a <laughs> lap. <Can> we just <laughs> yeah. do a, the kids are. You know, he had a trucker hat and a tank top. Where in the
3: hell is the Shonies around here?
5: Sit <laughs> right in, yeah, guys. You know, I, w- I
2: would like it if somebody would explain the NASCAR culture to me because I'm mildly fascinated by it and I don't understand it. Southern pride, man. I don't know if it is just Southern pride. I can't tell whether the people, whether NASCAR fans actually like watching racing or they just like the culture. That's the part I don't understand because I've read, I-, I think Mark Titus, who writes for Grantland, I've read him going to the Indianapolis 500 mm-hmm. and basically being there to be in turn three of the infield and that's it. Nothing to do with the race, just drinking and wearing a wife beater. Sure. And my confusion is, clearly there are people who are very into the actual racing portion, like the technical portion of the racing. And I don't understand that at all. And so I was hoping one of you would be able to explain NASCAR, but now I've just wasted 20 minutes talking about it when nobody actually knows it. None
6: of
5: us knows a thing about it. I mean,
4: there are people that are really into, like, Glass blowing, you know. There's people that are really into lots of. I would be shit. interested to talk to Phil those glass Glass's blowing wife,
6: people.
5: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Juggling, lucky. butt plugs.
6: You're lucky
4: everyone,
3: now. Everyone's got their thing, and NASCAR is one of them.
5: Well, and you'd think I would have absorbed it somewhere where I live, just a, even a little bit. Exactly, and I well, haven't. Same here. I, haven't, I just don't. Yeah, Stu. I have two. I can hear the Golden Spike. You
3: know, the little uh, raceway over in soccer. I can hear yep. that from my house on that. Sunday nights, and. It just it does nothing for me.
5: Not a thing.
2: No. Nope. We have a St. Cloud correspondent and a Dakota County correspondent, and neither one of them is helping out. Nothing. At all. It's,
3: yeah, we're sorry. By the maybe. way, we've
2: gone from hockey to NASCAR. It's less cementing our status
3: as the whitest
4: <laughs> podcast ever.
3: We can maybe break down like Kid Rock's discography if you want us to do that.
4: Let's but just it's, keep getting whiter. <laughs> Don't you guys love Mumford & Sons?
2: <sighs> Stu, where are we at with the Lumineers power rankings? Do you have an update on uh, those? They
3: come, out, they come out on Monday.
2: They come out on Mondays? So, what was last uh, week? Shouty,
3: shouty gal is looking good for a third straight week at the top. What'd she
2: do? What what's putting her at the she top? She shouts. Ah, oh. Oh. shouting is a big part of the Lumineers power rankings.
3: Uh, they they yell hey and ho a lot. Is there a it's,
2: system of comparisons in the Lumineers power rankings, or is that just the pairwise?
3: It's it's. There's a lot of uh, there's tables and there's like numbers. Uh, there's an abacus that's made out of tambourines. I'm guessing <laughs> Jeff
4: Sagarin's involved somehow.
3: Fuck Jeff Sagarin.
4: Stu, I don't want to like start a conspiracy here, but I have found yeah. that your um, Lumineers power ratings are the exact same as your Head and the Heart power ratings. <laughs> Indie joke. This, Boy, know.
3: that's a good joke. Thank like, <laughs> you. jokes we made
2: are no. uh, now. It, I it, now, now I know what it feels
6: like.
4: That one was for me and Stu.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, all right, let's transition. So I wanted to talk Timberwolves for a uh, few minutes. Are we okay with that? Yes.
3: Uh, yeah, they're playing tonight,
2: aren't they? They are playing. I watched the first quarter before we started
4: recording, and they were losing. Oh,
3: that's what uh, they the, did. Uh, New York Knickerbockers, right?
4: They're playing the Knickerbockers. Surprisingly good this okay. year. Um, huh. So I think we. So I have an in-season season in review because this season is basically over for the Wolves, yes, which yes, uh, is. is breaking my heart. So here's the conclusion. Um, here's the obituary. They were good at rebounding. They were terrible at shooting. They were average at everything else, and everyone got hurt. The end. That sound about right?
3: Pretty much it.
5: They can't make layups. That's my.
4: Uh, they're bad at layups. They're bad they're at also the bad jump at shots.
3: Trying to make a layup is hilarious.
4: They're really bad at layu- layups. Oh my they're God. pretty bad at jump shots, and they're the worst in the league. They're the worst in the past like three, four years of three-point shooting.
3: Yeah, I think uh, Zach Harper I think, did a thing on that at like, Wolf Among Wolves today about just how abysmal their three-point shooting is. Yeah, it's, I, it's it's just it's comical I, they literally just they literally, literally literally cannot shoot
4: they literally cannot put the ball they it, can't put the biscuit in the basket it's a real surprise when you're watching them and they make a basketball. jump shot yeah I know it's it's uh this was the team that I thought was actually gonna be uh, lifting our spirits a little bit because everybody else is just horseshit in the state and it wasn't so but I did look at um, some of my geek stats. Um, So here's some further analysis um, that I wanted to um, throw your way. So here's some expected things, I think, that we know. Kirilenko and Pac are head and shoulders more valuable than everybody else this year. I mean, there's no, like, close third best player. Rubio's been terrible. Berea, Schved. we've got, like, a million interchangeable people and two really good players. Another thing, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, um, your eyes are not deceiving you, Chris Johnson has absolutely been killing it in his, like, 200 minutes or so. Um, solid on both ends. Um, downside is he's 27 years old, so it's not like he's a prospect figuring out, but I think we just signed him for the...
3: He and Jelly That's Belly correct. were signed for the rest of the year, I believe, today.
4: Right, but not for
3: next and they year. Let, they let go of uh, Marth's uh, guy, Lou Amundsen.
2: Lou Amundsen's best offensive move is the volleyball spike from the free throw line, <laughs> and I'm not making that up. Lou Amundsen They don't was... have a guy
5: named Lou Amundsen. Is this, is
2: this a bit? This, this is, is not a put-on. Holy shit. He's this is a not Lutheran part of hashtag big Fairfax. <laughs> yes. that's, that's what Lou Yummy. Amundsen
5: is. Reverend Lou Amundsen. Fishes every Tuesday. Yep.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: So it's good that he's back, though, because um, I think he's a pretty solid player. We're talking Chris Johnson here, not, not the Amundsen. minister. <laughs> no, Lou Amundsen. Lou Amundsen has been fired. Yeah, yeah, he's yes. gone. Um, and uh the geek stats confirm uh what your eyes are telling you that Ricky Rubio has been really bad this year. Um his per is 11. Does that mean anything to you guys? Player Clarence? efficiency
2: rating? I this believe your, that's John Hollinger.
5: He's adorable.
4: No, he that has nothing to do with the I don't he think that's a part eyes. of the You yeah, want to give him a hug right now, don't you? Pretty Ricky. Um that's what I call him because uh the YouTube video of um Pretty Ricky um four dudes dry humping uh, just in a room and recording themselves, dry hump dancing uh, is one of my favorites of all time. So, look that up when you can. Yep.
2: Well, Will do Rubio's? He's pretty good on the defensive end. He's he has he's been our best pick and roll end. defender for sure. He can certainly pass. He can certainly get the ball to the hoop. He just can't shoot at
4: all. No. Uh, yeah. That's I mean, right.
2: He's having real trouble getting the ball above the rim at yeah. this point. And turnovers too have been a problem. Which. To be fair, when you're passing to the collection of stiffs that he's passing to, it's not necessarily his fault.
4: He has been better recently, but for this season, uh, the Wolves are, on average, five points better uh, per game when he's on the bench, which is pretty drastic and sad. Um, if but he I, could
2: shoot it all, it would help his game a lot.
4: Yeah. I don't. I mean, is he going to ever figure it out? I guess Jason Kidd is all I'm just, just pinning it on. Like, that dude figured it out.
2: Well, how old is Rubio? What is he, 21, 22? Uh, I
5: honestly don't know.
4: I mean, I can, Clarence confirmed yeah. that he's legal, and then he stopped caring once, once he got <laughs> yeah, to that Once
5: age. he got 18. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't. Yeah. He had the countdown calendar. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, no, he's uh, 23, I think.
5: Clarence is just carving a
3: swastik into Dave Haxtell's, like, 8x10 glossy right now. <laughs> so he can't be bothered with his basketball talk. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, but you look at it, and theoretically, if he does happen to be the... John Stockton, Jason Kidd kind of point guard we all hope he's going to be. Mm-hmm. He does have 15 years left in the league. So it might be a little early to give up and say, well, he can't shoot now. He's never going to be able to shoot.
4: I guess.
3: He's terribly handsome. Have we covered that yet?
4: Yeah, I, pretty Ricky. <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay, I'll I'd be happy
2: that. to talk for a while about how bad I feel for him yeah. and how much I want to pat him on the shoulder and tell him everything's going to be fine. Just, Just a, look
3: into his beautiful brown eyes to see if you can both find love someday.
2: It would be dude. nice.
4: God, he's adorable.
3: He's so, he's adorable. so pretty.
4: Can so oh we my talk God.
2: about the weird tattoo on his neck? The 79? Yes, tab-
4: really? I haven't seen that.
2: He has a 7 and a 9 tattooed on oh, his neck, and he won't say nice. why.
4: Uh, that's weird because that's the year that Clarence graduated from high school. <laughs> Uh-oh. 79 was a big year. Wasn't I was trying to think of
5: the exchange rate. I it's think it's
3: 79. Isn't Seventy nine is like Spanish for tapas. Never fill you up.
6: <laughs> it's
3: just, they're an unsatisfying meal, and everyone knows this, but no one wants to call Spain on it. It's bullshit. Anyway, carry on. That
2: explains why their unemployment rate is so high. There we go. Where do you get a? Because ta- they are delicious. Is there for the record?
4: Is tapa this? What or is,
2: is, the it is, is it? Always tapas? Is it always? Is there a place
5: here in town that you can get?
4: That was going to be my question. Jappas, tapas. Stu, you you're a Target. you're a big tapas guy. Where is the best one in town? The red carpet?
3: Um, let's see. I'd say probably MC's dugout taco bar is probably <laughs> the closest you're going to get. It's that. from four to six on hockey nights and four to seven when there isn't a hockey game, I think.
6: Tapas?
4: All-you-can-eat tapas?
3: All-you-can-eat, Like well, there's JoJo's and uh, chicken drumsticks. Do those uh, count as tapas?
5: Mini tacos. What
4: counts as a tapa?
2: I've just gone to uh, Google top- Translate to attempt to translate this, and it came up as caps, which doesn't make any
3: sense. <laughs> um, I believe uh, you got to have your like your chorizo sausage, like your tiny little like cracker bread things. I'm on board, and probably some op- some cheese, you know.
2: But what makes something a tapa? Is it just that it's served on a tiny plate?
3: Just you just banks. got a quick question to me, Martha. They're tapas, okay? I,
2: you are a Spanish food
3: expert. Yeah, I mean, no, that's the why you're on this I podcast. How can I be a Spanish food expert? I live in Stearns County. What the
5: fuck's your problem, Martha? <laughs> you, can't,
4: yeah. you can't try to define tapas. I mean, that's that's the mistake everybody
5: makes. You know?
2: Tapas define you, John. It's like trying to define Ricky Rubio's eyes. Oh, God, God, exactly. He, Mom, God, he's, in
5: he's so pretty. I'll take a day off work just he's, to stare into his eyes. He's so pretty. Um,
4: God, he's beautiful. God, he's just so... Um, okay, so other things that you should know about the Timberwolves. Um, Alexei Shved is not good Also this can't year. shoot at all. What? No. I like him. Yeah, I mean, he's like him all good. you want, but no, he's he's pretty bad, especially defensively. He's really, really bad defensively, and I think that's one thing that um, I think, at least for me, my eyes deceived me a little bit because I didn't think he was a sieve, but, I mean, you know, numbers don't lie, guys. Is that except he was also when, like the Russian
3: who was really sympathetic to the Americans in the uh, Red Dawn movie. <laughs>
5: Is that part of it? How's the other I think Russian? so. I think it's like, you know, he
3: parachuted in, and, you know, he liked blue jeans and Bruce Springsteen, and that was uh, his thing. So. Is
5: AK good at defense, or is it a Russian thing? Is it like the government is supposed to do defense? It's their responsibility <laughs> to do defense for you? Or?
3: If I can change, and you can change, then I guess every, ah, oh, forget it, I'm that was oh, is AK good at defense? Dana Wessel isn't even
4: here. AK is good at defense. Did you just make an inside joke with Dana Wessel? Yes.
3: Yes, did. I did. Huh. So, sorry about that. I think we should be
2: clear that Dana Wessel is not listening. He is in no way it. affiliated no, actually, with
4: this he's program.
3: The game today,
4: so. No, I think that Russians are typically pretty good at defense.
5: That doesn't make Racers! any sense. You're so full of
6: shit. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, Kirilenko's good at defense. Full Does that help? Shit. Really? Yeah, he is. He's really good defensively.
5: Yeah, but he's not. Attractive, like Ricky.
3: No,
4: he's
5: he is not
3: conventionally attractive by any means.
4: He's so pretty. Stu, have you looked up
5: like the pretty boss, Ricky video makes... yet? Who's uh, the, carry on. Who's the shortest? Who's the little guy? The super little JJ Brea. JJ Burrell. He's really good at layups, which doesn't make any sense to me either. He's, of all the guys on the team, he makes all of the layups. He's the best at And then, like, who's the big, like, murder, like Peck-o-vic. Peck. He's awesome, but yeah, yeah, he good. doesn't. He can't make a layup. No, nope. doesn't he? Literally me? cannot crazy? make a layup. I watch, you know, what maybe seven minutes a game, and he misses, I don't know, what rounded off forty layups. Yes,
4: yeah. no, that's right. I looked it up. But then JJ, JJ like run game.
5: up into the you know second deck and do some goofy thing and then make a layup mm-hmm. easy. That oh, that's oh, we're
4: in the spilling beer on ourselves part of the podcast, <laughs> by the way.
5: Uh, that's my basketball check right there. That's all I got. The littlest guy makes all the layups, and that doesn't make any sense to me.
4: No, um, I think it's. Sadly, Berea is actually a pretty good player to me. And I wanted him to be terrible because I don't like watching him. Um, he just seems like a guy that uh, is supposed to be on the other team and we're supposed to hate him. Stu, are you whining? Do you want to, do you do you want want to talk to NASCAR
3: that's again? The dog. That's the dog.
4: Sure it is. Yeah. Blame the dog. I've been there that before, been Stu.
3: Verify it. It's the dog. <laughs> um,
4: another surprising thing uh, is that Derek Williams is not terrible. Numbers what? That can't possibly. Swear be to God, he's almost the guy has average. missed
2: one thousand percent of his fifteen foot jump shots. Your numbers
3: are
4: dumb. He's yet to make one. His per is league average. That Defensively, he's about neutral. When he's on the court and off the court, they're you know. You have just not convinced me that John Hollinger is a moron.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this number right there—that's it—has convinced me that these numbers mean nothing That Derek plan? Williams has been
4: terrible. Well, I mean, you know, trust your eyes. Then fine. Trust
2: I'm your trusting
5: eyes. my eyes on this one because. Is there kind of two camps? that Half the people think that Derek Williams should play a lot more minutes, and the other half think that it's the coach that doesn't like him, right? And, yeah. Uh, that Adelman is. Adelman's hard. like 70 years started old and
4: just doesn't really have any patience anymore. else is healthy or something. True, but
2: he started tonight, and he missed a couple of 15-foot jump shots in the first quarter. It's just he, what he does.
4: He is amazing at somehow disappearing on the court for. Minutes at a time, just floating, just sort of running around, not really being involved with anything. But I don't know. The thing Numbers that confuses man. me
2: is when he actually makes up his mind to try to get somewhere near the rim, then I can believe he's league, league average. Mm-hmm. He's not a great finisher, but something generally good happens when he tries to go to the rim.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
2: But every time he gets the ball on the wing, he just stops for two seconds. Like, he can't quite make up his mind. Yeah. Like, someone needs to tell him, listen, don't think about it. Just head for the rim, put your head
4: down, and we'll see what happens. I don't think you really understand spacing either, you know? I think it would be a really frustrating player to play against where you're, like, posting up and you look over and he's, like, six inches away from you. Like, Derek, get the fuck away from me. Go over there, man. Go set a pick somewhere else. What are you doing? That's now, what I would be.
2: Let me ask you this about Derek Williams. Do you think it'd be helpful to him to send him to Sioux Falls or something like that, somewhere in the D League and just say, listen
3: Nothing four- is improved by going to Sioux Falls. You
2: take forty shots <laughs> we'll a game. You'll never see him again. You take forty shots a game if you want, but I don't ever want you to I don't ever want to see you standing still with the ball for more than half of a second. Just to try to Because when he was at Arizona, I didn't see a lot of him play at Arizona. Yeah. But he was at least decisive. He at least seemed to have a plan, seemed to know what he wanted to do, seemed to have some kind of route in his head about how to get to the basket yeah. or what he was going to do with the ball. Now it's like he gets the ball on the wing, and you can almost see gears whirring in his head. Like he's, he's think, trying to make a decision based on a flow chart that somebody's been showing him every day. I think there's a little Just bit of a – Derek
3: Williams for RoboCop? <laughs> That's, That's a serious it's question very to probable. laugh at.
4: <laughs> I'm very sorry. Um, RoboCop no, is older than I am, still I think he's got a little bit oh, of the curse funny. of like he looks like he should be amazing, you know? Because he is, again, God damn it, he's a league average player. He's got an average per, guys. you got to believe me. <laughs> I don't believe you. So you can't send a guy like that Are you that sorting to, those
2: numbers wrong? Are you sorting them like
4: last game or something like that? It's just one number that I have to look at. And it's got to be close to the number 15. That's how simple this thing is. And it's like 14. Which I'm almost positive is like right next to 15 when you do like the counting thing. You know? You know when you count? So it's got to be... Yeah, He's got to be close to league average.
2: But it's it's clearly somehow flawed. Man, in the first quarter tonight, they'd have stuck on Carmelo Anthony, and you almost just felt bad for him.
4: Yeah, just that like, is unfair.
2: I mean, but who else are you going to put on him? Gallo ball? That's just not going to work either.
4: I guess. So I think overall, the main question is, where do they go from here? What do they do? And um, I've been thinking about it a lot because, you know, I'm a, a huge fan, and To me, the answer is um, no fucking clue. Honestly, I have no idea what they should be um, doing. So, I mean, you try to get out a couple unexpected uh, victories for the next month and pray when Love and Buttinger uh, come back that they look decent and we have some sort of promise for next year. Um, You know, because at that point when they come back, we can uh, park Steamsma on the bench for the rest of the season. That dude's brutal. Um, Again, went and, to Wisconsin. And weirdly hated by everybody else in the NBA. He doesn't seem like a bitch at all, but he's totally treated. But if you look at him, you kind of want to punch him, don't you? Sort of, but I mean, I guess if, if I'm playing the Wolves, I'd definitely go after Berea first.
2: But you got to remember that he played at Wisconsin and thus was part of the ongoing basketball holocaust.
3: Paul Grant. And I Madison. believe he has a lot mm-hmm. to do with Sam Crow. I think he'd have to <laughs> check with uh, so, so he looks like Ron Perlman. That's the you're joke saying, there,
5: I think. Oh! Do they have any uh, any chance of making the playoffs? This? Zero chance no, of making the zero playoffs. Chance. zero chance. Then they got No, a they got no chance. Otherwise, they're stuck yet. Aren't For they who, stuck
2: though? in, I don't know, I don't know. I, I mean, they've I've, had the fifth had pick, chance the sixth to break. pick, the second pick in the draft lately. They can't, it hasn't I haven't had a
5: chance to break down the NBA draft yet. It's on my list, but... Where do you have Alex Len right now? Uh, You're a
4: big Alex Len guy, right? His purr is Lenn. off the charts. Um, do
5: they have college? You stumbled
4: purr? into a good one there because it actually really is. Well, there you go.
5: <laughs> yeah, back to the basket. Uh, he makes his own shot. Um, Hand in the grass. No, you had
4: it. You had it, and then you lost it. Keeps his uh,
5: stick on the ice. No, but aren't they stuck right now in purgatory? That middle where they can't draft enough a franchise
4: um, uh, pivoting. There really isn't anybody in the draft, so tanking is probably not going to help them a lot. The difference between the 6th pick and the 11th pick is probably not huge this year. Well, don't
5: call it tanking. Then call it getting Rubio and Love healthy. Uh, I can Just get Derek Williams some time, some, some experience. Well,
4: if we get Derek Williams kind of time, I fear that we're going to lose the Marth just in general. <laughs> it's very possible. We just might lose him. He might be
6: gone one day. <laughs> gone forever. A well, who are the –
4: Pekovic is a free agent, and
2: I think they probably Restricted, should I re-sign think. him. Yeah, he—I mean, he might be one of the best 18
5: big men in the league. If sure. you re-sign Peck, I'm gone.
4: He's uh, 36th uh, in per this season
2: <sighs> among centers or among Overall. everyone. Overall, wow.
4: Um, so he's a good player, and the Wolves are not getting uh, free agents. They never have. They never will. <laughs> Uh, same issue that you know Milwaukee has and every other shitty town. Um, so when you get a good player, you have to keep him. So I don't even see how that's an option. You have to resign Pack no matter what.
2: Who else is not coming back next year, barring some
4: action? Uh, Obviously
2: Brandon Roy, but he doesn't have human knees anymore. So
4: no, right? Um, I don't know if the if the um, team next year right now is um, if there's a lot of guys that are. I mean. I didn't prepare for this podcast. I'm sorry. Did you, <laughs> did you want me to? All right, I'm going to go ahead and delete my David Con rant.
2: Off okay. of My notes here.
4: Um, no, I think that they are. Uh, they're not really screwed. It's just like one of the worst luck seasons. You know, the one thing I love about basketball is you can really depend on it, um, and there isn't a whole lot of luck involved for the most part. You know. Um, and some people probably don't like that. But I really love that. You know, I think the, the best team wins. And, and there's, unlike baseball and football where injuries play such a huge role and it's something you can't really control, basketball's not really like that. But so it really you came out of left field. Say injuries That's play what no I'm saying. Role. That's why it's, it was so random. Like, if you looked at the at the beginning of the season, you had average fans rank the top 20 players this year in whatever stat you want to use. For the most part, they are the exact players that you expected, right? If you did that with football or with um, um, or with baseball, I don't think you're going to get the same like expected, you know, I know LeBron's great and I can count on that. Um, so that's why it's just so insane that all this is happening. So not only love goes down, but Rubio looks like shit. Buttinger goes down. Adelman's gone for like three weeks because his wife is all of a sudden having seizures. Um Uh, Peck was out for a while. Kirilinko's out now, whatever. I mean, this just doesn't happen. It never happens in basketball, which is why it's such an absolute fucking bummer, you know? So, I don't know. I guess you just take a mulligan on the year and you come back next year. And if guys are healthy, um, honestly, I'm not trying to, like, uh, sound overly optimistic, but they're like a five or six seed, you know? They could do some damage. They could win a playoff series. I
2: was overly optimistic this year. I had him picked for a fourth seed this year. Okay. Because I was that optimistic oh, that's about how the whole team was gonna that's come real, together. And so it really sad. has been a real bummer this
4: year. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to watch. Um usually when you have a they're a young team, usually at least you can fall back on young teams that are gonna be exciting to watch develop. But it hasn't even been that, man. It's been
2: it's just been a lost season.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not
2: even an increasingly lost season, just an immediately lost season.
4: Yeah, so my sense is you just, like, I don't know, you make some small tweaks here and there. I mean, they're probably going to trade Ridenour somehow, and they should. Who's going to take Ridenour? He's serviceable. I mean, he's a pretty good backup point guard. Serviceable
2: is probably the nicest thing you
4: can do. Yeah, you probably get a a late first, or you get a a project, um, or you get an expiring contract so you can sign a free agent, like a decent free agent. I don't know. But they're also... You talked about, like, being stuck in purgatory. I don't know if they necessarily are, but the one problem they have is they've got a lot of pretty good players, like, mm-hmm. okay players. So it's hard to think about restructuring the roster because who do you get rid of, right? Like, Alexi Shved is a perfect example. Like, he hasn't been very good this year, but you don't just drop him, mm-hmm. you know? J.J. Barea, uh, Ridenour, um Dante Cunningham. There's all these dudes who are, like, just pretty good. Mm-hmm. You're not going to, they have no value to anybody else, but you can't cut them. So I don't know. I don't know. If well, we're... they need
2: a swingman, and they've been cursed in the, by the fact that every single one of their swingman has gotten hurt this year. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that, I mean, Josh Howard played like eight games mm-hmm. and then his knee was ripped from his body and thrown into the river and they still haven't found it yet. You know, it's even sa- Malcolm Lee, who was terrible. Even yeah. he got hurt. Yeah. Malcolm Lee weighs, like, 11 pounds. Everybody they tried to play at Swingman got hurt this year, and so they've given up and are just playing three-point guards at a time.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't have a true two. That's why I want that Victor Olapido from Indiana.
2: Hey, I already can't pronounce Ball. Vic, I'm not calling him. Olapido
5: is not I going want to Vic back. from
4: Indiana. That dude is sick defensively, like a lockdown two guard.
5: Well, so that, that's my take as an outsider's take on the NBA – is the and it plays into that purgatory comment. If, if the way I see it is, if you don't have a top six or seven player in the league, yep. you have almost zero chance of winning the championship. Which again is the point. It goes back to the beginning yep. of the podcast, uh, and you can't get one of those top six or seven players in the league unless you have a one or two draft pick. It's you don't snatch a guy, get lucky, and snatch a guy.
4: 12th. You don't win your Minnesota.
5: Yeah, well, really anybody. Well, they don't get lucky snatch guy at number two. Exactly. No. Oh, that's you're exactly talking draft. Right. So that's my general. point. If maybe this year isn't the year, but um, they're just stuck in that purgatory where they can't get that number one overall pick because of well, Dave Stern is my personal theory. I know you you hate that theory, but <laughs> uh, uh, so what do they do? They can't get that top seven guy in the right. league maybe love can become that guy. Mm-hmm. I think you have to hope that
2: some that's combination it. of love and rubio can mm-hmm. be that, that guy. guy.
5: Okay.
4: That's I think point. you also probably have to um just take Minnesota NBA uh as it is and just try to enjoy That's it. not winning. I mean that's that's the beauty and the curse of basketball. game rules
2: basketball. Enjoy <laughs> not winning. <laughs>
4: If is you, that there's uh, going to be, there's basically, you know, five teams are going to win. So you got to just enjoy the season because it's fun. I um, And you have to hope for, a, you know, 10 to 14 playoff games and, you know, If you can't have a party see the and, motion
5: from the front steps of the stadium, you're probably not going to win the NBA championship. Yeah. Basically the way it works, unless you're San Antonio and you get lucky.
4: Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. right. And that's tough. Um so you just sort of just enjoy it. I think that
7: unless unless they get a third piece somehow, either through the draft or through some sort of crazy happenstance where David Conn holds something,
4: you know, there are the somehow. rare players that are found like tenth through fifteen in the draft. You know, that could well, happen.
7: Yeah, I mean, it, it happens, but it's just this franchise is just not the type of franchise that thing happens to either through plan- planning or just playing crap lock. it just, it doesn't happen.
5: you like David Kahn. I've never gotten a full take no, on well, if I'm, you're a Kahn guy or not.
7: I feel uncomfortable talking about this because he's a friend of Brandon's. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They've like, hung out in like, the Skyway before and talked about like going to Big Bowl and stuff like it that. It wasn't and the
4: I, Skyway. It was on the street.
7: Oh, street, big so, shot, Whatever. Actually, okay, that probably anyway. makes it
4: less intimate, but I had a pretty good talk with him. And I actually, um, after my good talk with him, I saw him um, at Target Center one day, and I swear to God he was wearing a corduroy suit. The full deal, like the trousers? The... A corduroy suit. Was it a three-piece corduroy suit? I think it was better. just a two-piece, but it that. was one of the most embarrassing looks I've ever seen. Was what color it white whale or it's...
7: thin whale?
4: Wide whale, old school, Whoa. untailored. Holy shit. And if I remember right, it was like a
5: tan. Oh, that's that out. That like windmills around from, and it almost hits back to being cool. It really? fucking holy shit. You think
4: it's fun. like ironic hipster? I don't know. The question is, like, did he have a corduroy well, tie to go with it? Well, I'll tell you, Brandon. He's just such an <laughs> over-enunciator. I know
7: for college was, like the second season of WKRP in Cincinnati. That was like his go-to outfit.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. So I don't,
7: yeah, that seems odd. But, yeah, he's he's probably gone after the season, don't you think?
5: And that's what I am Are you a con guy or not? I can't I'm fucking not, pin no, you down, no. Stu.
7: No, he's made, I mean, there's been way too many.
2: For every good they, thing he maybe. does, there's two stupid things. So, no, so all three of you, guys exactly. are I mean, obviously,
7: R- Rubio is, is clearly.
2: Rubio's a good, text, a good thing. Johnny Flynn
7: was a stupid thing. But, I mean, thing. Johnny Flynn, bad thing. Johnny Flynn, I mean, the players that he missed,
2: Curry and DeMarcus Cousins. I mean,
7: just, just
2: yeah, but nobody wants DeMarcus Cousins and his arguments and his technical fouls. I did. Well, I wanted Cousins him badly.
7: One thing, but Ste- Stephen Curry is the that was know, terrible. That's the big red scarlet A on top of his big dumb forehead, right there. I mean, that's just.
4: I don't think he's gone. I, I think we're too nice. Um, yeah, I
7: think he's. I think after the season, it's done. I, I don't have any inside knowledge. Obviously, none of, neither of us are no NBA insiders, but <laughs> he's gone. Huh.
4: I think he's as good as gone. So. Disagree? I have no idea. Good. I'd fire him. Um, do you guys want to transition to gopher hoops? Yes. You guys okay with that? Yep.
7: Minnesota gopher
4: hoops? Minnesota gopher. Well, we uh, St. Cloud hoops if you the want. The golden gophers. So,
7: no, no, that's okay. We're good. So, I got oh. some good eighth grade basketball takes, but beyond that I got not much. Oh, so. wow.
4: We'll save those for the outtakes. Um, okay, so things are not looking good for Gopher Hoops at all. Um, they've lost. No, they're not. They've lost a fair amount uh, of recent games. Um, so what I'm going to try to do is I've got four points here of um, of hopefully like optimistic feelings. And what I want you guys to do um, is tell me if any of these ideas or theories, or hopes hold any water? All right. Do these convince you at all of things that are not as bad as they seem? I'm in. So, point number one. Um, they've only really had one bad loss, and that was at Northwestern, right? So, they were competitive against Indiana, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Michigan State. <sighs> these, those four teams are all top 20 teams in the country, and they played them all pretty close, were and they? most of those way. I don't know about that. Does Michigan any of that team? help? Were
5: they close? I don't know. The final score may have been close, but you watched. Indiana was Fuck. within three points. Yeah, that. And I'm not saying Indiana. I'm saying that Michigan game may have ended up. What did they lose by? I don't
4: even remember. Five or six. Yeah. yeah.
5: But the game, they weren't close. I don't think they kind of. Yeah,
4: that close. one did feel, not quite. But you know, a few bounces could have maybe made that one crazy. Wisconsin was one point game, and they kind of got they got fucked by the refs at that. Yep. I mean, I don't even remember it, but I know it was in Wisconsin, so they of course got
5: fucked by the refs pretty badly. No, um, I, And Michigan State, you know, close. So does that help at all? In the end, yes, it does help. They are, they're good teams. They're tough teams. Some on the road. Uh, yeah, they, they're not as, in retrospect, when you analyze them loss by loss, they're not as bad as it seems. Okay. There's only one bad loss. I'll agree with that.
4: Okay, good. So you're kind of.
5: I mean, I, well, let's wait and see what your other three say. So
4: um, number two, um, I, uh, I gamble on college basketball a fair amount. Right. And I do a lot of that through a lot of the advanced stat geek sites.
2: As What's your I'm bookie's sure name?
5: I, I hope it's like a cool name because I like bookie names. I need to
2: jump in here and say I do none of this. No gambling for John.
4: No, good, no. <laughs> don't do it. It's illegal. Uh, I don't have a bookie. I use like an online. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, all right, go ahead. Uh, did you want me to make – did you want me to pretend that I had a bookie? Yeah,
5: yeah. My dad's buddies all had – my dad. they all had bookies, and he was like an awesome – like Jim the Hat I mean, yeah, it was just a cool, you know. One
4: eyed Tony. <laughs> yeah.
5: So <laughs> I don't know, it's cool.
4: Yeah, one eyed Tony's but my you guy. Don't have that, yeah. Um so no, so I pay a lot of attention to the advanced stats sites that look beyond, you know, just strength of schedule or whatever. Right. And they and the four biggest ones all have the gophers as a top fifth team in the country. So Ken Pomeroy is kind of the godfather of uh yeah. stats. He's got them at the eleventh best team in the country. Um and the other ones have him at tenth, fifteenth, and the other one has him at tenth as well. So that's pretty fucking great, right? Mm, yes, that's a four seed in a tournament.
5: You got me at two of the four so far. It makes me happy.
4: So we're two for two.
5: Yep, so far, one and a half. The first one, like half, like half chub. You're you're backtracking. No, the first I thought I was the first one. I said I was kind of on board. Just right. that Michigan loss, I think, was horseshit. But go ahead, that's Stu. Do we, we still have you? Yeah,
6: I'm still here.
4: Excellent. Um, okay, so the third point is that. Mbakwe is playing really, really, really well, but he's just been underutilized, and hopefully that changes um, coming up. So um, I went back and looked, and the most field goal attempts per game this year is 10, and that's the most that he's had, his 10 shots, and that happened twice. Everything else has been 7, 8, whatever, just not many shots, right? So two years ago when he was awesome, he had 10-plus field goals 11 times. So it was a different team Obviously, then, but maybe they figure it out and they start going to him a little bit more offensively in their sets, and that helps. Is that is that a thing? Is that a thing that? Yeah, no. I
5: th- does that think, help? <laughs> yeah, I think that he is underutilized. Um, I've said it uh, on the, on the Twitter on my mm-hmm. Twitter feed. Sure. Uh, At c Swan. That's right. The uh, that Ralph Samp. Uh, Sam, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ralph Sampson. Oh, I can't Ralph I just said Ralph Sampson. I might have to stop. Uh, Rodney Williams is the guy that this team follows, and if they can just give him three dunks to start the game, I don't care how they get it. Just have him like down there, like It's fucking cherry picking. Yeah, <laughs> not even playing defense. Yeah, pull it. And if they happen to get offense, uh, you know, a defensive rebound, fucking chuck it, let him slam it as fucking hard as he can. Cause all and that the, helps. That'll I, do for it. For whatever reason, this team only is only as excited, is only as motivated as Rodney Williams is, mm-hmm. and. uh if they can just get him into the game at the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. then the rest of the game seems to go fine. Right. Then they can just feed in Bakwe. He's underutilized down low, and uh, do everything that you're talking about. But th- yeah. that's my take on it is take, get Rodney in the game early, and, and then everything else seems to go better.
4: Right. Um, no, I completely agree with you. Okay, fourth point. Maybe they've been so bad in the half-court offense that Tubby realizes it and then adjust to like a just straight-up running transition team. This is a
5: one of those. Like, hopefully? (laughs) Yeah, John is over there with crickets chirping. Uh, (laughs) uh, I would love nothing more to see than just a track meet because that's so much fun. They're They're pretty good at that. They're super good at it, and it's fun. And when when they're in a track meet at the barn, there's nothing more fun. If they win, then that's just gravy as far as I'm concerned. I'm not as an, as emotionally invested in Gophers basketball. I love it, but it's not. Right. So I think it's fun to watch, um, and I actually do think you're right. It, it would help him win. It would, it would be a better strategy.
4: Okay. So that's it. That's my. Those are my four points. You Got
5: me fully erect. Yeah. That was at half chub the first one. No, yeah. That's been my that's been night night.
4: my whole yeah. goal here tonight.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so are we saying we're happy about Gopher basketball at this point? <laughs> I don't know.
5: Well, Tickets on
2: sale now. Gophersports.com. Looking, looking com. up dot like goforsports.com can... for all your ticket needs. Stu, did I convince you at
4: all?
7: Yeah, I, I'm on board with that. I, I'm I'm, thrilled. I'm just, you know, I'm downloading uh, music while I'm talking to you guys. And just it's all good right now, man.
4: You're doing one of those conference call things where you're, like, on the call, but you don't, you know, you call into a conference call. End, and... I
7: was watching the end of the Timberwolves game. I'm sorry. Did they win? No, they lost. Fucking, 194.
4: Fucking unbelievable. I told you.
7: Cover, yeah, it's not good.
4: Um. Uh. A nice side note. Um. Notable people that Trevor Mbakwe is older than: Ricky Rubio, Derek Williams, and Malcolm Lee. He's really? older he's than all important. three of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. He's a,
6: He's three years
5: older than Derek Williams.
4: Yeah. Is that incredible? I have no
5: idea. Why aren't they using him more? No. Why?
4: I, I, I honestly have no idea. John <laughs>
7: He's like, you know, I I like to call him a man amongst boys. I don't think anyone's ever heard that phrase before.
4: What, wait, Say wait, is, wait. Can you back that up again? Oh, what? Yeah.
2: I need you to explain this. A man this. amongst boys. So you're oh, saying he's right. like a man who is playing with boys. So he's like
4: the head of the boy scouts I would, on a I, 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 trip. I, I changed yeah. the phrasing on
7: this that a
6: Catholic a church bit. joke.
5: Yeah. Dude. We talked about that.
7: They're sponsoring next the next show and now we're kind Catholic of church, yeah.
5: On
4: Okay, I think that's it for Gopher Hoops. So I have one last topic before we wrap up. I think we've all got um, more drinking to do um, without headphones on, if possible. So I disagree. I wanna, I'm wearing I headphones to do all my drinking. No. <laughs> so I want to be really quick with this. Um, I wanted to touch on the twins um, just very briefly. I know that we have a lot more talking to do in future podcasts if we ever do one of these again.
5: Oh, That's fine. Speaking of drinking.
4: But the um, – Zips projections were released this week. Now um, what are the Zips projections? That's um comparisons. that's a comparison. Are they a system of comparisons? It's it compares what are they comparing it compares to? comparisons from previous comparisons. I see. Um my interest is up now. Yeah, I, love I mean comparisons. I, I don't know exactly uh what the formula they use, but I know it's a lot of it is like past historical players um at a certain age and and standard development for age 27 year age 28 year you typically um if you stay healthy you progress at a certain amount um so they were released this week and i um i think we all got a chance to study them pretty closely right guys yeah in pre- preparation for That's this where i was yeah. before this yep. so um so i just wanted to stop and tell you about a theory of mine um about um how to be happy in life so I I wow, truly, this got deep on. all of a sudden. I truly think that wow. um, almost nice. everything in life is about expectations, um, and and level setting with within yourself mentally, um, how excited or unexcited or what you really should be preparing for in a, for a certain event or uh, a certain situation. So, being disappointed in something is an emotion that um, disappointment can yeah. can be avoided in in nearly every case, mm-hmm. and. If you are less disappointed in things, you are therefore a lot happier, right? So I just think it's... Is
6: this that Six Sigma bullshit? Yeah, yeah. No, no, just stick with me here, Stu.
4: So I want to talk to you a little bit about this, and then I've got some timeshares that I want to run by you guys uh, in Florida. and they're, they're, they're seriously, guys. They're great. They're really, really great. Um, I so, just
6: told Amway to somebody. So, <laughs> that's
7: weird.
4: so here's the thing that I think about a lot, and I'm not kidding. Um, it's something I refer to as private pessimism. Private pessimism. So I don't think you want to walk around... Ps. Yeah, yeah, P squared. Um, I don't think you want to walk around just being like, "This is gonna suck," "That's gonna suck." I'm not excited for this. I'm not excited for that. or Whatever. But I do think, in your head, you you definitely need to sit and like level set. Um, things could not be quite as exciting as you think they might be, right? So, Zero Dark Thirty is a movie that's supposed to be amazing, yep. right? But I'm definitely before I see it, I'm going to tell myself like, "It sucks." It might suck. Right, I'm not just gonna keep saying it's gonna suck, but it's like you know, there's been a lot of really highly reviewed movies that I didn't really like for whatever reason, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll like think of examples in my head, so I just go into it and I'm never going, oh boy, I really thought that that was gonna be amazing. Mm -hmm. I went to Tilia for dinner like two weeks ago. Have you guys been there? It's Mm -hmm. fucking awesome, but I was told by every single person in the world that it was the greatest restaurant in the state. Mm -hmm. But I definitely on my way in was like, you know, I'm not really into like this sort of snooty food. I'm not a food guy at all whatever and I got my expectations really really low or like at a pretty reasonable amount and ended up having a great time right so I think that's like a thing that we don't do enough as people and we should more often um, so that leads me to the twins in uh, 2013 um, I think that what we should be expecting is like a historically awful team historically awful I mean, and we're talking about a team that's lost ninety games two seasons in a row. Here, I am telling you, they look like they're going to be really, really bad this year. Are we staying historical
2: for the I Twins? Are we talking like eighty-two Twins? Are we talking like Give sixty-one minutes? Yeah,
6: I am lo- saying they're going to do hundred.
4: I am saying so. if we win, ooh, I just went with we. I am going to have to stick with it. I am going to just go with it. That's fine. If we win like seventy-four games, we should like riot in the streets.
6: All right. That's,
2: so don't think well, that I things
4: mean, are getting better by any means. That wouldn't be his, a historically bad season, though. That would be better than the last two years. But if you tell yourself it's going to be historically bad, you know, then they're just regularly bad, you know, pretty good season, right?
2: If I tell myself they're
4: historically bad, I just won't be watching.
5: <laughs> yeah. What does is, what is Zips have them at?
4: It doesn't have them for an actual win, but it does – If you look at, like, wins above replacement, that sort of BS, it does have them at, like, 70 wins.
5: Okay. That seems about right.
4: So just about as bad as last year. Private pessimism. Just just privately. and (laughs) the the
5: number of people
2: listening to this podcast, very private
4: pessimism. (laughs) The the thing that's going to be difficult with the Twins this year is, okay, so a bad team typically at least has young players that are really exciting to cheer for, and you can at least, if you're um, really into, like, Minor leagues and development, all that sort of stuff. You have that sort of excitement.
5: Ooh, just well, Hicks has got to be. Twins well, right, Aaron that's Hicks. what I'm saying.
4: Well, with right now, Hicks is maybe your only chance of a young guy who's.
5: Well, they got Hicks and they Gibson. got Dozier,
2: they got yeah, Plouffe, they got that. Gibson. Jesus I'm God. not saying these guys are great. I'm just saying they're young. No.
4: Plouffe's not that young. I'll, Dozier's not that young. I, I know not, that's true. They're not I know that's better. true. But
2: when we're saying about setting our expectations low. You can't set them too low for Brian Dozer or Trevor Plu.
4: <laughs> I mean I'm just saying John, go lower.
6: You need to, I can't you need go to go lower. lower. Those dudes That's are That's my entire problem
4: bad. is that
2: no matter how bad I think we're going to be by the time the season starts in every sport, I've convinced myself that this could be the year.
5: Well, did you do that, or did you wait and see how they would do in the off season, and then now you're there now?
2: By the time by the time opening day comes around, I will convince myself that the Twins could theoretically win eighty five games. <laughs> really, really. Yeah, no matter a, how no matter how bad.
4: Five hundred, John. I might actually be able to sell you a timeshare.
2: <laughs> I, I I was thrilled when he started talking about timeshares. I was like, <laughs> you God, know, what did I? I won't then. actually
4: own the place. I'll just <laughs> own a week there.
2: That's actually a great
4: idea. <laughs> Tell me more. That is perfect. No, this has Aaron Hicks as having like a 670 OPS.
2: If Aaron Batting Hicks, 230. If Aaron Hicks bats 230, do you think this year has been a failure for him? No, it doesn't matter.
5: It, it won't matter. He's so young. It doesn't matter. How badly does he have to he's do so it before young. it starts to matter? He's so young. Okay, he's adorable, too. Have you seen him? God, no, but <laughs> I just good. yeah,
4: I can't wait to Google him.
2: Yeah, adorable.
4: No, it's Maurer. And Willingham offensively, and a bunch of absolute shit. Yep. that's what I'm seeing.
2: But but see, here's the thing that happens to me: you think Morneau is probably healthier than he's been in uh-huh. several years. That's probably another, another bad. Plouffe had one good month, and I realized that he's had now had one good month in his entire career.
4: Yep. But and he's 37 years old.
2: He is 37. <laughs> <laughs> he actually he is older than Jim Tomey. You they can talk about last.
5: all the position players all day long. It doesn't matter. Their starting pitching is worse than at this time last year. You can, don't, what everybody focuses on is where the season ended. not It's not where you need to focus. focus but this time last
2: year where we were talking ourselves into the starting pitching, we were saying, well, That's Baker, what I'm talking about. not bad. <laughs> Liriano, maybe this is the <laughs> year he figures it out. I
4: mean, I was not, but
5: oh, I was go. I Actually, probably I was I'm they They have worse starting pitching than they did last year. That's true. I
7: That's assume you all saw that Scott Diamond might not be ready for opening day. I saw
5: Lavelle's correct? tweet and I saw your reaction to it, and I couldn't agree more. Plus, um, I don't it? know if
4: we're not remembering right. Scott Diamond kind of sucked last
5: year. Yeah, he is not. He that wasn't good. like a
2: good, good player. Half, We've all talked that, ourselves yeah. into him being the staff ace and the number one starter, but he really had a couple of good months and then had a couple of fairly bad
4: months. You know who else has had a couple of good months of pitching? Boof Bonzer. <laughs> <laughs> is Boof available? So. Boof, is available not only to pitch for the twins, but he'll come on this podcast next week. We should week. get him on the podcast. <laughs> we got some of that sweet vaginal mesh money that we're looking <laughs> to burn <laughs> somehow. So why don't December, we just
5: forward that right on to Booth? Lavelle's tweet was that Diamond waited again till December to have some what, bone chips? Is that what he said, Stu? Some bone chips. Yeah, a bone chip in the Swan Alba. And then they opened it up and thought, oh, oh, this is a lot worse than we thought. What Brandon, why do guys wait until December? Mauer did the same thing. Why do the guys wait until well, December?
7: Yeah, Brandon's a ball guy. So yeah. He, he I, I, have a take hashtag
5: ball guy Brandon. Why hashtag do they wait till December when the season for them essentially ended, what? God, well, dude. I think yeah. the... Um, labor, I think
4: the the I. Ideal is that rest works for you. It doesn't happen very often, but it does happen once in a while. That's so, the
2: Twins medical staff panacea for literally every
4: injury. I know, and it's pathetic. But gonna it does. Re- we're going to rest that. The problem is it does work once in a while. It never um, works. Well, so
2: that's it has never have, worked once. How many, just- how many collateral ligaments of various <laughs> types have been torn by Twins pitchers <laughs> where the <laughs> medical staff yeah. said, you know what we should do? I have, you should uh, rest and
4: rehab that, or rest that, and we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm with you 90% of the time, which... You know their percentages are thrown off. Like it happens, one out of every fifteen guys can actually rest it and make it work. They think it's going to happen to every single guy, right? So I have a friend that I played, that I still play baseball with, that was in the minors, and
7: he and I. Oh, I've got friends. (laughs) (laughs)
6: He and I had. uh,
2: I, Stu, I noticed today you retweeted conversations you had with both Glenn Perkins and yeah, Chris Cluey, yeah, so, so maybe you should function. shut up. Yeah, back a high in horse I'm, I'm pretty much big time
6: is what I'm
5: trying to say. <laughs> yeah. You're lucky I'm doing this with you. <laughs> Here we go.
4: Um, so he and I both had similar um, elbow injuries, so neither of our ligaments snapped, um, which is basically what happens when you have to get Tommy John, From right? It, yep. Um So both of they were. it was just, more, just kind of stretched out, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, <laughs> I tried to pitch through it, and you almost immediately, at least in my experience, got bone spurs, and it was really, really painful, and I couldn't pitch through it. So I had to get surgery.
5: Did you wait until th- you thought you could rehab through the bone spurs? Is that yeah. what you're saying?
4: Okay. Bone spurs go away. Bone spurs almost always go away because all they are is like a growth on the end of your bone. That's mm-hmm. like, all right, this is rubbing against it in a really un- awkward way. So I want to just you know protect like against it, right? So that. you ice it and you rest it, and sometimes they go away. Um,
7: did the twins trainers Try to sell you on bloodletting
4: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Rick McQueen called you And was like You know I got go some leeches For then- a week <laughs> Um But it didn't work for me And I wasted a lot of time And it was really painful And I had to get surgery Um And it was It sucked I was out for At least four months I couldn't really pick up anything I was in a hard cast Um For two months Hard I did get Percocet Which is amazing Best stuff was. It was just fucking Almost worth it oh. For that Um miss it but my friend um did a very similar had a very similar issue and he did rest it and it actually worked for him and he still threw it was just as hard as he ever did and he seriously took like three months off iced it didn't do anything started doing a lot more uh lifting of weights around the ligament to just mm-hmm. sort of strengthen his his arm in general um jerked off constantly more than he was like doing and you know like yep. a regular once a day sort of thing right yep. so he was going two three times a day um wow and it worked That's great dangerous. for him.
2: That's a dangerous move.
4: Yeah, yeah, That's it living was living on the edge. Um, but you know, it's worth the risk sometime. So I'm just saying, like, maybe you just jerk off more often. <laughs>
2: That's a, the is that where we end? Is that this where this podcast discussion gets? Right <laughs> oh, I'm going to go ahead and say that rest <laughs> and rehab never works, and that your friend is made up, and that this has never worked <laughs> once. <laughs> That's <God>. possible. <laughs> Literally, I, I can't. We can't even. We can hardly count the number of twins pitchers. That have had a torn ligament of some kind, where the medical staff wanted to rest and rehab it, that didn't work and just delayed them coming back by a year.
5: You yeah, have no idea how often Ron Davis tugged it. <laughs> that was Ron Davis's workout program. <laughs> well, I mean, which was we ha-
2: the most advanced workout program for? We the We have time.
4: some idea. He did have that memoir of places <laughs> I've tugged it. <laughs>
6: that was crazy. that was the name Ron of Davis
4: the memoir. Was places
5: it? I've uh, tugged it? Weeklies, <laughs> thank God. Alt- yeah,
4: weeklies. I mean. The thing that sucks about the twins is again like Vance Worley. I think we know his ceiling, right? He's not a superstar. No. Nope. Scott Diamond. I think we know his ceiling. Yep. Um, and ooh, I mean Mike Pelfrey Korea. coming off arm surgery. Pelfrey. Pelfrey Kevin is not... Correa,
2: already the most hated twin. Yep. Hasn't pitched an inning. Hasn't thrown a pitch. But I would say he's pretty pretty much by far the most hated Twins player. I would right
5: agree. Now. What yep. are the odds he does well? Zero. He's not twenty. He's not even twenty six. Was he thirty? I think he's yeah, thirty. Thirty two. Yeah, and right. he did I mean, get
2: kicked out of the Pirates' rotation at yeah. one point last so, year for Wandy Rodriguez. Yep. Yeah. And
4: think about that, the immortal Wandy Rodriguez. Eleven percent of his at bats over there were free outs. That's
5: right. Every single pitcher, every single starting pitcher right now that is set in the rotation, the top four, has pitched in the in the National League for the Twins.
2: Yeah. What's our expectations for Rich Harden?
5: Nothing. We're not going to see him. He's this year's.
4: Uh, we're we're
2: saying his ceiling is Joel Zamaya throws eleven pitches and his arm
4: falls off. This year's Zamaya. Yeah, yeah. He, he's had so- shoulder problems, right? Yes. See, that didn't pitch problem. at all last year. Elbow is something that you can correct with. John, you get shoulder surgery, you're done. Yep. I mean, dudes just do not come back from it. You never hear from him again. Nope. And yeah, I
5: can speak. That's one I can speak on to Shoulder surgery three years ago. I can't. I can still feel it when I lift my arm. I can't. I couldn't throw from here to the other side of this house. Right, right now, no. I didn't do any rehab. We should try that. Yeah, we could, I could try. Throw, yeah, this. I'm model.
2: on next <laughs> week's podcast. Yeah.
4: Clarence tries to throw the ball.
2: Yeah, from yeah, this to the other place. side of the house. <laughs> uh,
5: yep.
4: So that's trouble. Maybe Gibson gets a little bit of time in the rotation. That could be exciting. He'll be on a pitch count. Yeah. Which is not the worst Our, thing in the, the world. Yeah,
7: that's
4: right. Do How many? How many innings?
7: 160 innings, I believe, is his oh, right.
4: okay. Which
2: I would be thrilled if Kyle Gibson was good enough that that was a problem.
7: Oh, my God,
4: yeah. He's a Jesus guy, it's isn't just he?
5: Just to be in a position <laughs> to have a Steven Strasburg <laughs> What is like that? Not. How could that
2: possibly matter?
5: I don't know. He's a big I, Missouri kid. That wouldn't surprise me, I guess.
2: I think he's a big Jesus guy.
5: I mean, Gibson, Hendricks, and then all of those guys that pitched DeVries. Uh, all those goofballs that pitched at the end of the Did year. do know Vasquez? Yeah, they're all just vying for that last spot, and I suppose Gibson's got the, the incentive. <laughs> and they out. all
2: they all got cut and re-signed to minor league deals just because they knew there was no one else to go, That's and they correct. had a better chance yeah. of getting back into the Twins rotation than yep. anywhere else, mm. which is kind of depressing, but kind of its its kind
5: of well, makes me happy in a way. It doesn't make me Where's happy. the chance? Makes me grumpy, is <laughs> a... One of us. uh, He is one of us. But he's not. He's from Eden Prairie, which doesn't count. Sorry, Dave. Minnesota. Never does. Dave Rosen. We're sorry about (laughs) that. Are we talking about DeVries? Yeah. He's He's got a
4: uh, crazy dad.
5: Really? Is he like a sports dad? Yeah. uh, What's the USC guy, the quarterback? Uh, Marinovich. Marinovich. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
4: That... By machine. the way, is that a GQ
5: article or
4: Vanity Fair, the article about him? you got to read that thing. That is that a GQ was article uh, about yeah, I think cold it was Esquire. I think
7: I think I it think Esquire? Was it Esquire?
4: Okay, that makes sense. So you read it, Stu? You'll, you'll
7: be able to find the, using the Google machine pretty easy.
4: Use the it's Google machine. Article. That is an incredible article. About Marv Marinovich? Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, Todd, Todd, right? Yeah. Todd was, was doing a like black tar heroin at halftime in the stalls. <laughs> he really was. Huh. So He's basically, like, I don't remember what happened in that second half. He
2: was living the plot of ESPN's Playmakers? Yeah. Does anyone remember that show besides yes, me? Yes, I do. They, yeah, exactly.
5: Guy. Yeah, and me.
4: Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> Everyone on this podcast and no one else in the <laughs> entire world. <laughs> We're getting into, like, slander territory, which I think we all agree is, like, the best I'm territory. No that they can <laughs> That's our strike zone But De- this is, I played with DeVries' brother. Okay. And his dad a big was there a while. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, was, uh, he was a mental case. All right, so I think we need to wrap oh, up. Sorry, bro. All right. I want to really quickly um, mention uh, the Anthony Swarzak injury. The, the ribs. Broken, with sa- me-
2: he was messing with Sasquatch.
4: Two broken ribs. He ha- he, was, uh, he was. engaging in um, horseplay, which I think we all know is, you know, not something that you should be doing. Right, no, code for horseplay. wrestling naked it's in the sauna, butt fucking, was butt fucking <laughs> with his friends. <laughs> Why couldn't you have gone to wrestling naked in a sauna? I thought I was going. <laughs> no, weird. And then you just took it a step farther. You, you got to get to the end of that joke, and it's butt fucking, butt fucking. <laughs> um, engaging in horseplay, and he didn't do anything about it when he he cracked two ribs and just like had them for two weeks. Is that right? Sounds right. Yep. So I think that yes, he uh, can uh,
7: two, can, for two weeks, out, so yeah.
4: Yeah, and he just went to the doctor, right? So I think that he needs to be our first inductee into the you're lucky that you're white Hall of Fame.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Followed by the four of us having talked about hockey.
4: But I mean, if he was black, we would all, not we, I think we're pretty progressive non-racist, but the majority of... Uh, rooves- oh, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lives in same oh shoot, I, I forgot that <laughs> Stu was still on the call. Sorry. Uh, 75% of us are progressive non-racists and we have Stu in line. Um, but, okay, so he got a 50-game suspension for marijuana and... Now he gets forgot. shouldn't get forgotten that shouldn't be the and Yeah, but if he's black, I think we'd probably remember it. I'm just saying he's lucky to be white.
2: Do we assume that they, they were reenacting professional
4: wrestling moves?
2: Can we assume that? I think that um
4: I think it's been established that Clarence is assuming something much different than than that. Well, yeah,
5: but it's my deep that's again my default. Assuming buggery, <laughs> <laughs> what, what? so right? <laughs> Yeah. Uh,
4: yeah. We should call it The Keith Millard the back, Hall of Fame <laughs> <laughs> There no is no per lucky White person me, on, me, Dan, Dan, Dan. on the planet
3: Anyway It's so, hard I I'm like
2: So, Pino know was your favorite player ever. Well, he was a
3: little too,
4: <laughs> right? like a boom,
6: a And
3: oh, so a yeah, he was I can tell when you're mad at, at your past.
7: Yeah. Because you tend to take them the just a little ahead. too fast. So, I can tell how you push yeah, your foot on
5: the I that was going
7: to be a little Top, That's what I do
5: stop. You keep
7: climbing. Yeah, we do the
5: helicopter is already what in this uh, uh,
7: i don't know. Don't uh, know. The the get I'm cutting the strings to Shuffle the cards in
3: that. Stop and watch us all get lost between God and a shot of
7: Scott. And what I hope to No, I don't. This hey, is libel
2: written? Yeah, we, we for sure can't get to far. Alright, so as long as we don't
4: place a transcript, literally impossible, which nobody is transcribing. Uh, so, what I would like to enact as a sort of first report is, is once somebody mentions Dino's Israeli direction, that's our
5: safe word. Can we agree on that? Like,
4: if things get real bad, we just. Gino Cicerelli's boner And we go Alright that, That'll that wrap it up for nice to see if I
6: I'm, I'm
4: Alright we're coming up On like an hour and a half So we, we, yeah. let's uh, Let's get Holy going Alright well thanks To everybody for listening And uh, we'll be back Maybe at some point I love you Stu I love you guys All of you
6: Free hugs for everybody yeah. Especially the cute ladies Bye all right, Bye Bye Oh Oh yeah